Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. I'm Manu Veth, hier ist der Stefan Bienkowski und uh, Stefan, I'm doing great, but how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing very well. Uh, I've spent the week telling our listeners about why you aren't on the show because you're in Hawaii and uh, a bit of a, a little of a, um, what's the word to use, um, surprise for listeners that we are doing at least one show, yeah. uh, me in Scotland, you in Hawaii. This must be the only podcast in the history of humanity where one guest is in Scotland and one is in Hawaii. Well, it, it kind of is because... I mean, we've done it in the past. I think when I was here 14 months ago, we also recorded. Oh well, there we go. It's not for me here. That's true. <laughs> but um, it's uh, two of a kind, I guess. But yeah, it's been great. And um, yeah, I I didn't want to stay away from from this episode, obviously. And then of course, I also have my my newsletter up as per usual. So um, mostly on holiday, but not completely, uh, which is which is nice. It's good. It's doing good. Um, Stefan, we have a really exciting match day coming up. So enough about me and my me lying around in the sun and going on warm weather training on my bike. Um, I think it's it's about time that we dive into this really exciting match day. This is a match day I'm really looking forward to. Not looking forward to watching Bayern against uh, Leverkusen at, I think it's 5.30 local time in the morning. But, uh, well, it's the tough choices that we make in life, right? So... Um, let's dive into this exciting match day after this break. The big the big game is finally here. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines, with everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. With dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, and entertainment, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime from desktop or your mobile device. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet online. The game starts here. Um, yeah. All right. So this is actually, as I said, really exciting match day. And it kicks off with a really good Friday game. And um, this is now the second week in a row that Dortmund play on a Friday. Um, they had their very unexciting 0-0 draw last, last Friday, Stefan. That's 90 minutes I wanted back for sure. Um they are hosting Freiburg, and this is my match of the week, so I'm diving straight into it. Um, I couldn't believe the start when I saw it. Dortmund aren't beaten in 35 home games played on a Friday. 26 wins, 9, nine, uh, nine draws. The last time that they have lost a home game was in January 2004 um, against Schalke, obviously, um, their big rivals. So, yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to change, but I, I also kind of don't think Dortmund are going to win this match. So I went for a 2-2 two -two draw here. Mm, interesting. Um, I think Dortmund might bounce back in this game. Uh, I've got a few reasons for it. 
Uh, number one, they've got this really weird um, ability to get the best of Freiburg. Um, I'm, not sure, I'm not quite sure why, I'm not quite sure how, but every time Freiburg come to the Westfalen Stadion, um, they start shaking in their boots and they fall apart. Uh, Dortmund have won the last four head-to-heads between these two teams and scored 17 goals. Um, and on top of that, Freiburg have lost their last two games. And as we said on the show for the last couple of weeks now, they don't exactly look uh, at the top of their games. So I've gone for uh, a 2-1 win here for Dortmund. Not to say that it will be a tight match, but I don't know. Even though Dortmund don't look great, I think this is the perfect game for them to kind of bounce back. Yeah, no, they, they looked atrocious against Heidenheim. Uh, just devoid of ideas. Um, okay, fair enough. Heidenheim are a really tough opponent to play against. We've, we've outlined that many times in the show before, right? But um, there was just something that makes me think, and you're right, the record for Dortmund is, is astonishing against Freiburg, but every run comes to an end. Um, I don't think their unbeaten run at on a Friday night comes to an end, but I don't think that... It's just something about this Freiburg side that makes me think that they're going to get something from this match. A, either way, it should be an interesting one to tune into. Um, this next one too, Stefan. Union Berlin at home against Wolfsburg. What do you think here? So, um, I was really close to going for a win for Union Berlin here. Um, you know, they've not done terribly poorly on the road at home uh, they've won three of the last games actually at home which you know as we know is a big thing for Union who've obviously had such a terrible start to the season um, but Wolfsburg have also been kind of okay on the road recently they've picked up two draws and a win and you know in general Wolfsburg just seemed to have this really weird tenacity to just do the bare minimum basically um, they've now got four draws on the bounce and there's just something that makes me think Union Berlin in their current uh, in, you know, current form just don't really have enough about them to put this Wolfsburg team to bed or to put them to, I don't know what the best expression is really, just to kind of put them out of their miseries really, guess what I'm looking for um, so I've gone for a 1-1 draw Yeah, I I almost went for a draw here but um, interestingly enough, even though Union Berlin's season has been pretty poor, they have won their last three home games in a row. If they win this one at home, um, that would actually equal their club record, which is actually kind of crazy thinking, considering how <laughs> Union Berlin started in the year and how miserable it was. And and it, it kind of shows to me that slowly but surely they're clawing their way out of their of, out of the relegation. And of course, they lost to Leipzig last weekend. But you know, as I put in our Substack chat. I mean, that's a kind of result that we all expected. You know, a very good team that, yes, had a r- bad run of form, beat a team that is maybe just a mi- middle-sized, a mid- mid-table team in German football. So there isn't really that wasn't really that surprising to me overall, if that makes sense. Um, I do think that Union Berlin are going to win this game. It's going to be a narrow win, um, but they're going to win it. And I went for a 2-1 home, home win for Union Berlin here. So... But we'll see. Um, all right. Up next, Eintracht Frankfurt against Bochum. Um, Frankfurt also in a really good home run form. Um, little disappointing last weekend against Köln, but um, have a really good home run form. 
Um, and I do think that's going to continue here against Bochum. Bochum, a good side, don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, their, their biggest strength though comes to when they play at home. Um, and I think playing in Frankfurt is a really difficult task for this Bochum side. So I went for a 3-1 Frankfurt win here, Stefan. Yeah, um, I think after last weekend, you would think you would do kind of wonder of what kind of Frankfurt side are going to show up against Bochum this weekend. Um, you know, Frankfurt just kind of looked all over the place against Cologne and really got played off the park, to be honest, as we talked about in the main show this week. Um, but I do kind of suspect that that result probably kind of sobered them up, if you will, or... Um, you know, made them maybe kind of realize that they really have to kind of get their head down and make sure they don't kind of see the season kind of spin out of control. And I think up against a Bochum side who've only won one game on the road this season, and that was against Darmstadt, then, yeah, I kind of agree with you that Frankfurt should have enough to win this game. So I've gone for a 2-1 win. Yeah, Frankfurt's home. It's weird. Frankfurt show up very differently when they play on the road than... Um... When then when they're at home, so you know I I do sense that the home team will show up here and do what they usually do. Um, up next, Gladbach against Darmstadt. Stefan, I suspect this is going to be a pretty straightforward answer from you. <laughs> yeah, two 0 Gladbach, straightforward. Well, same here. I was exactly my result as well. Um, it's two 0 for Gladbach. Um, we're in total accord here. Makes sense, you know, this Darmstadt side um, slowly but surely spiraling back to Bundesliga 2. Um, and Gladbach, you know, they have the quality. They should see this should see this game through and get the three points here. All right, up next, Werder against Heidenheim. I had some difficulties um, with this one and then ultimately settled with a 1-1 draw. Um, Heidenheim have been, you know, excellent um, all season long. Um, they get the results that they need. Um, but, you know, Werder Bremen too, slowly but surely, right? Um, you know, becoming a team that's it's getting better and better. We had we we talked about them on the bonus show this week, um, covered their investor deal. So um, ultimately, yeah, I went for a 1-1 draw here, Stefan. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Bremen have looked better in recent weeks. Um They've obviously, you know, picked up three wins on a row. Uh, and even though Heidenheim have looked good recently, uh, they still really struggle on the road, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, draws against Cologne and Hoffenheim in the last couple of weeks suggest that there's, there's still something about that playing on the road that um, kind of limits them to an the extent. So I think it's going to be a really tight match, uh, but I've gone for a 2-1 win for Werder Bremen. Um, this one is a bit easier for me to predict actually I've gone for a 2-0 win for Leipzig uh, they kind of got back to form against Union at the weekend um, they really needed to pick up some sort of result after the start to 2024 um, and the, there's something that makes me think that Augsburg won't put up too much of a problem uh, they've only got one win in the last five games um, so yeah I've gone for a 2-0 win for Leipzig yeah, Augsburg do have that ability to make it um, difficult for better teams at home. Um, I didn't go quite for as a decisive of a win for, for Leipzig. I still think they're going to win. I went for a 2-1 win here. 
Um, but you know, it's just something sometimes about um, that 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 ground, that location, Augsburg. Um, you know, my joke is always that's where title dreams go to die. Leverkusen, of course, passed that hurdle. Bayern passed the hurdle. Um, I mean, Leipzig are obviously out of the title race, but we've seen Dortmund there drop points many, many times, right? So um, it's not always the easiest place to play for top teams, but I do think that that Leipzig are going to continue their positive trend here um, and get a result. And so I went for a 2-1 win. Um, Stefan, the next game is the big one. I think um, most of Europe is going to tune into this. Most of the world, I, I suspect, will tune into this game. Um, to see how Leverkusen will do against mighty Bayern Munich if they can put um, a wrench into Bayern Munich chasing Leverkusen at the very top of the table. That Pokal game yesterday, we were recording this on a Wednesday, it's Tuesday, right? That Pokal game against Stuttgart. Wow, what a match. Yeah. So, so good. I think, you know, um, I can't remember which Stuttgart player said it after. It was as, as, um, Undaf. He said it was the two best teams in German football at the moment. I I have a hard time disagreeing with him. Um, and so I'm really curious. I know I know you're doing a big preview um, with Marie. She's coming on, right? Scholte Bukum, who's been on the, on the show several times before. So I'm really looking forward to listening to that. So I'm going to give you the floor here because this is your mash of the week. Yeah, well, it will already be in the feed for our subscribers once the time by the time they listen to the show. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating game. We actually asked Marie for her prediction at the end of that show, and she was fantastic. And we basically just went through. Uh, we did a deep dive into Bayern, really, just because obviously Leverkusen have actually got a huge amount of um, attention recently, uh, more so. Um, well, obviously because of how well they're doing, but also a kind of extra dump of Leverkusen content based on um, the Jurgen Klopp news at Liverpool. So we dived straight into Bayerns almost specifically. And yeah, I kind of came away from it kind of thinking that this is such a tough one to call. Um, Bayern have looked better in recent weeks. Uh, Leverkusen have been really impressive in the way that they've kind of just still managed to kind of claw results, but... I think there's definitely kind of been a drop off from the fact that, you know, they're missing Kosanu, Boniface, uh, Palacios as well. These are guys that they're definitely missing. And, you know, as I said on that main show, you know, based on that performance in midweek against Stuttgart, a very good Stuttgart side. So I really hope this doesn't come across as um, downplaying uh, their performance. But it was once again a game in which Florian Wurz just kind of grabbed it by the scruff of the neck and dragged Leverkusen through it. Um, and you do kind of wonder if he's going to be able to do that against his Bayern side. However, um, Bayern haven't been outstanding. They've had their issues, and they go into this game with actually a minor injury crisis, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, Kingsley Coleman's out. Serge Gnabry's out. Alfonso Davies is expected to miss it. Comrade Limer's expected to miss it. Um, Kim Kimmich and Upamecano are all doubts. Um, so, you know, we could see a Bayern backline of Masrui, Eric Dyer, De Ligt, and, and, and Raf Guerrero um, in front of Pavlovic and Goretzka. So it could be a very bare Bayern type team. And if that's the case, then I actually suspect that Leverkusen might be able to kind of match them man for man. Um, 
I think I think I still I still I still think Bayern um will be able to score goals. They still got Leroy Sane, they still got Harry Kane, they've both been outstanding. Uh, I did my newsletter on how Harry Kane has actually changed his game since he moved to Bayern this week. But that backline, if that's the backline we're going to be looking at, um, I think Leverkusen are going to be able to break through it. So I've actually gone for a 3-2 victory for Leverkusen. Yeah, that backline looks dire, uh, Stefan. Um, excuse the pun. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, I went back and forth here and... I struggled giving Leverkusen all three points. Uh, I do think there's going to be um, goals in this match, and I I do think that I do think that um, Bayern are not going to win this game. So I went for a two-two draw. So similar result than yours. Um, I I fully agree with you. I think this is going to be up to individuals in the end of the day. Um, I think that. That backline, that Bayern Munich backline, and the injuries that are coming in, right? Um, if Leverkusen do not get a result here at win or draw, this is the time when you really need to beat Bayern Munich, right? Um, and that's it's going to be a huge test for them. I think, and this might this might sound a little bit premature, but I think if Leverkusen win this game, that might be the title race um, because. What would it be then? Five points, right? That's that's not a lot. I agree. A lot of people will like scream at me and say, um, "That's that's not a lot. You can overcome that, all that sort of stuff." But that means Bayern Munich have to win two more games the rest of the way than Leverkusen, right? With this the squad that they have, um, and that is actually quite a big task because they still have to play in Dortmund, right? Um, I think they still have Leipzig as well, right? Um, and that makes me kind of think is maybe a mountain too steep to climb. Um, a draw, of course, is a completely different scenario. Um, I think then, you know, but yeah, it's it's going to be hugely fascinating in that regard. I think um, the other thing that's kind of made me edge towards Leverkusen winning this game is that I think in this kind of circumstance, a Leipzig or a Dortmund would settle for a draw. And they would think themselves, as long as we avoid defeat, we've still got a chance of winning the title here. I think what makes Xabi Alonso special is he just doesn't think that way. He just, you could just imagine Leverkusen, there's just no way Leverkusen go into this game and try and see out a nil-nil draw. Um, there's just something about this team that they just simply don't give up. They simply don't, you know, accept mediocrity. And um, I just think they're going to give everything to try and win this match because as you said, if they do... Um, they might have one hand on that trophy already, which is crazy. It's so early, but like I just don't think that Bayern Munich have in it. The, the pace is so high this year, right? And they would have to set such a high pace the end of the way with a squad that you said is so depleted already. Um, yeah, it is. It's a huge, 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 huge game uh, in the fixture list, and I kind of look at the. Um, I'm kind of talking myself into actually thinking that Leverkusen are going to win it. I'm not going to change my prediction here, but <laughs> it's just, it's just, I just never underestimate mighty Bayern. But um, you know, just looking at the game that they they had against um, against uh, against Stuttgart and the Pokal, and that that's kind of I thought to myself, okay, if they go out in that Pokal match, 
against Stuttgart. That would be one title gone. And did you know what happens with Leverkusen once, you know, the titles kind of drop away, the title opportunities. And I thought to myself when Stuttgart was winning the match, I was thinking, okay, if they don't win that match, that could actually have huge implications on the title race. And because, you know, then the mentality sets in and and then they turn it around and then Tar pops up for a 90-minute winner. And I'm like, okay, well, that's actually big. You know, the fact that they were able to go and, and see off this really good Stuttgart side, um, I think is is a really, 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 really big, um, you know, it, it really showed the intention there in this match. Um, anyways, really looking forward to it. I'm going to try to catch it. Um Gonna see if I can steal my buddy's ESPN Plus account for the for to watch it in the United States and um, <laughs> tune into this game. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. And I actually just found out that it's 7:30 on Saturday, not at 5:30. So that makes things a lot better. Um, anyways, so Sunday that gets us to the Sunday games and that gets us to Stuttgart, Stefan. Um, I feel bad for Stuttgart because the game that we witnessed on Tuesday that should have been the Pokal final, in my opinion. Um, um, they're now out yeah. of the out of the cup, um, but you know they showed they showed they showed why they're such an exciting team to watch. Um, I had a really easy time predicting this match. I think Stuttgart are going to roll over Mainz and win it three one. Yeah, I've gone for a two 0 win. Um, it is unfortunate they went out, but um, there's that old line in the movie uh, The Social Network when they have that boat race and they, they they lose within an inch of the race and the father says to the two Winkleboss twins, he says, never apologise for losing a race like that. And I'm sure that's probably what Sebastian Hodes has to, said to his players after the Leverkusen game. So, um, you know, they went toe-to-toe with what are the best team in Germany right now. They almost won. Um, so, yeah, I suspect they probably won't have too much prob- too many problems uh, beat in mind, so I'm going for a 2-0 right. win. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, the Stuttgart side is really good. Odi Völler was um, at the Leverkusen game and he said there will be many Stuttgart players at the Euro 2024 squad. Yeah, that makes sense. They're really good. Um, that brings us to the last game. Köln showed some signs of life. Um, um, playing Hoffenheim away. Are they going to keep showing signs of life, Stefan? I think they will, actually. I've gone for a 2-2 draw here. Um, as you said, you know, Cologne have looked better in recent weeks. We had Matt on the main show, obviously, talking about their win. Um, but perhaps more importantly, Hoffenheim have just been absolutely pants at home this season. Uh, they've won just two of their nine games. They've drawn three of the last four, which is perhaps more interesting uh, but yeah, they just seem incapable of seeing out games. And I think if Cologne play as well as they did against Frankfurt, then they should take at least a point from this game. I just saw this crazy stat about Hoffenheim. They have won six of their first nine Bundesliga matches, but they have only won one match since against Bochum. Okay, yeah. so I went for a 2-1 uh, Hoffenheim win. I'm kind of regretting that now because I think maybe they will drop points here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to stick to it anyways. Um yeah, I think that, you know, this might be the second three-pointers for them. But, you know, that that is, if you're Hoffenheim and you're looking at that trend, that would be kind of concerning. I know you're sitting in the top part of the table and all that kind of thing, but you, you got to start winning games um, and you better start it here because I don't think, I think if you can't beat Köln, then maybe the staff in 
in Sinsheim um, and in Hoffenheim will have to ask some different questions here about what's going on um, with this team. Anyway, Stefan, that does that does it. Um, the preview show from brought through you from Honolulu and uh, Scotland, which is a really odd mix. <laughs> <laughs> from a me. Scotch Honolulu cocktail, <laughs> which is oh, that's actually a pineapple really good. Scotch cocktail. I might have to have that today <laughs> on the pool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So. Anyways, this show is brought to you, as always, by Bet Online in association with Get German Football News. Um, we're always really kind of bringing um, and, you know, uh, posting the, this show on the site. Um, check out their homepage. It's really good information. They have their daily updates on the Bundesliga. So, yeah, um, can only highly recommend it. And uh, Stefan, uh, the main show, thanks for covering me there. You did the a second bonus show, Marie, right? Previewing the, the game Fair. on the on weekend. Matt and I did a uh, bonus show on the investor deals for uh, Stuttgart and Bremen, which are completely different, but both very fascinating. So um, give that a listen if that's the, the kind of thing that interests you. My newsletter uh, will be with you as well. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to write it today on the pool, but I have no idea yet what about. I have a few ideas, but uh, by the time you listen to this, you will have found out what I came up with. And um, yeah, that covers us for this week. We'll be back next week with our regular broadcasting. Um, and until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge? Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.